Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. I love that. You love that? Yeah. You know what else I love? What? It's Virgo season, baby. Ooh. Ooh. We're celebrating our Virgo now. That's me. <laughs> talk about needing insurance. That's, uh, That's happening too serious. Soon. We're not going to talk about that anymore. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> too adult. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we so, just go right into it? Yeah, the let's episode? just go right into it. All right. Gloss over this. Yeah, <laughs> moving on now that we feel old. Yep. <laughs> so we're on season three of Game of Thrones. We're flying through the show. Yeah. So episode one is Valhar Doharis. Okay. Do I'm just, you know, Doharis, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I don't even know if anyone says it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember hearing it either. Okay. Whatever. That, let's just say, oh, I think I know what it is. Oh, I guess you watched the episode and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think it comes in at the end. Ah, memes. So anyway, we're not doing predictions, right? We did that last last episode. Yeah, we totally well, did. Like that last Game of Thrones episode. Yeah. Cool. So what happens in the opening? So we hear wildling screeching. We hear swords, like bang, clanging, clanging. Yeah. Uh, men screaming. And then we see Sam. Sam's alive. He is alive. And I'm like, yeah, But still alone. I know. Poor thing. <sighs> So he's running away or to something? Yeah, through the blizzard. Yeah, it's hard to see him or anything. That finds a decapitated dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. But also, so, okay, my question is, I I obviously don't know much about dead bodies. Um, When you die, so Sam finds this guy kneeling, and then we find that he's beheaded. So when you're dead, I mean, I guess he's frozen. I was going to say, how does a dead body stay kneeling? He's frozen, but I think... I think once the rigor sets in, you kind of like get stuck the way you are. Oh, that's a thing? Or something. Yeah. Then. Oh. <laughs> I never took anatomy or dead body etiology. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. It's probably from all the docs I watch. Oh, yes. You're a true crime ho. <laughs> yeah, I think um I think if a body stays a certain way long enough, it'll it'll stay when the rigor mortis sets in. Oh, and how fast does that take to set in because like I imagine if you've been beheaded, <laughs> then gravity would immediately take you down, right? Yeah, I mean, I would imagine so. I can't imagine their like muscles would still be locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Not like like a worm where you cut a worm in half and it's still moving around and still can live. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. Then again, like, could he have frozen that quickly? I don't know. Because, I mean, if you froze that quickly, then Sam would have frozen in the time that it took him to look at that that body. That's true. So, hmm. science. Hey, HBO. Hmm. <laughs> We're Skeksis now. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> uh, anyway, not to get caught up in the first five seconds of the show. <laughs> Someone else sneaks up on Sam and swings an axe. But then Wolf comes in. It's a White Walker. And saves the day, yeah. Yeah. Well, I said it was a zombie because I, I just didn't put it together yet a zombie guy stuck in i was like oh my god what's happening (laughs) yeah (laughs) and now we're with the men of the night watch yeah or no they come to save the day too they help kind of fight the zombie off and then they light it on fire yeah and then commander mormont is like that's his name did you send the raven and he's like no just like no and did you send the raven that was your one job sam (laughs) okay i have thoughts about this too yeah so uh, i was stop being mean to sam yes initially (laughs) Always stop being mean to Sam. But my first thought, which was going to be a joke, but now I feel bad about it, was going to be... <laughs> Those are the best jokes. If he wasn't so busy thinking about Gilly, maybe he would have sent the raven. 
Damn. But then so <laughs> I took that back because then I also realized that they sent Sam to send this raven by himself in the zombie White Walker infested world. Yeah. Shouldn't they have sent him with the buddy? You know, like, the buddy system yeah. is pretty important. Yeah. Unless they were like, we should lose one dude instead of two. But also <laughs> that's the one dude that has the message. So he needs backup. <laughs> he really does. He's kind of important. So I feel like that's more irresponsible on, on the leader's part than on yeah. Sam's part. Yeah, right. So that's those are my two cents on that. Ah. <laughs> anyway, what happens after that? So then it goes to the main credits, and on the map, Winterfell is on fire. I know it's all that. smoky. I wonder if that stopped like maybe halfway through the season, or if that's all season. Hmm. I feel like they've kept the same um, credits throughout the whole. It's probably less work. The whole season one and season two. Yeah. So it's gonna be the last episode. Yeah, probably. Oh, <laughs> now I'm stressed out about that. Hey. What's gonna happen? Yeah. So there's also like three new lands in the. The credits, right? I didn't yes, write them all down. There's new ones. Um, I don't remember where they are. Neither do I. They pop. They pop. <laughs> yeah. We'll though we'll yeah. talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. So um after the credits, it's to the wildlings. Yep. And there's a giant in their village. And he's huge. And he's huge. Remember season two, episode three, Dragons, Giants, and Forest Children? I do so, now. So like, the dragons came back, and then they mentioned the giants and the forest children, and I was like, oh, are the other two going to come back because dragons came back? And then we see a giant? <laughs> <laughs> wow, did you write this show? <laughs> or did you read these books? Uh, no, they're too big. <laughs> <laughs> Words too small, too many pages, don't like. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Who has the time? Yeah. And if they're not justified center text, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but. What if they're like justified left Oh. Not left, right, I mean, so that they're centered towards the spine of the book Ugh. instead of the edges. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was like really stuck on the giant, so I was like half paying attention. Well, don't stare at it because Egret says that they're shy. Aww. <laughs> and then they get mad. And then they get very mad. They get really mad. So then, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> as uh, as Egret walks John through the whole entire camp, all the wildlings are staring at him and like heckling him and calling him a crow and throwing things at his head. And that is mean. Honestly. But I'm sure it's justified in some way. I'm kind of confused as to how they have rocks and they're throwing rocks at him and not snowballs. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> fair point. Because I was point. like, where are they getting these rocks? Like snowballs would have been so much easier. They just bend down. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort to like heckle someone. I don't know, man. <laughs> so we're in, we're in Mance Raider's tent now. Uh-huh. And there's this big ginger guy with a beard. Who, <laughs> I recognized him from all like the headlines and like all like the news articles about, you know, the, sh- the show when it was live. So I thought that that was Mance Raider, but it turns out it's not. Yeah. His name is, is Tormond Spain. I don't know, but he's also given John a hard time. He does not like him. No. Mm-hmm. And then Mance Raider actually comes out. Yeah. He's like, he was hiding, lurking in the background. Yeah, he doesn't look as cool as I expected him to. No. He's also, <laughs> I, f- I can't tell if he's like younger or older than I would have expected him to be too, you know? Yeah, he's older than I expected for some reason, which like I should have known better because he, he, obviously he's like Commander Jormont's age. Mormont, right. Commander Mormont's age. Right, Jormont. <laughs> Jormont. Is that their ship name? <laughs> Jeez, am I okay? (laughs) Okay, it's uh, we've had a long week. Yeah, right. So he tells him to go, tells like, um, the Lord of Bones to go, and the other, the ginger guy, and um, Igret to go, and she like gives John a look, and he's like, the girl likes you, and you like her too. 
I'm like, the Stark Ooh. boys and their crushes. They're so easy. <laughs> They're so easy. Oh, man. <laughs> so then Mance is like, oh, you killed Halfhand. That's cool. And then he offers his hand to John to shake. And then John takes it. So is that like a traitor move? Yeah, right. So is John, what's I John thought, doing? I thought in old timey times, they like shook hands by like grabbing each other's forearms. Yeah, that was definitely a thing. So That's I was like, like a, a bro thing. Yeah. So I was like, uh, so they they actually just shake hand hands? I guess. So maybe they were like pre forearm shake. Oh, maybe. You know? That hadn't happened yet. Maybe not. <laughs> or maybe that's like strictly for family here. Yeah. Who knows? But then Mance asks why John wants to join them. And at first, John is like, to be free. And Mance is like, boy, you dumb. Why do you really want to be here? Yeah. He's like, I can <laughs> see through this. Come on. <laughs> so then he said that he saw something at Craster's. Craster is the name of, of that, that guy who married his daughters and killed all his sons. So um, He's the worst. Yeah. It came a whole half season later that we yeah. learned his name. Yeah. I also hate that he came back up. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, can we just forget him? Yeah. He's gone. So John is like, uh, he told the Lord Commander what he saw, then the Lord Commander heard had already known that. So John is like, I don't like that. So he wants to fight for the side that fights for the living. So then he wants to know if he came to the right place. And then Mance Raider is like, we got to get you new clothes so that he doesn't look like a crow. <laughs> You're in. So he's in, yeah. You're in. <laughs> King's uh, Landing. King's Landing. And Braun is getting busy. But not for long. Yeah, no, not for long. Because Podrick comes in and is like, Tyrion needs you. And Braun's like, bruh. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? And Podrick's like, I'm sorry, but yes. <laughs> Podrick's like, I don't want to be here either, bro. <laughs> you don't want me here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> and yet. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> So in Tyrion's room, he's looking at himself and his scar in the mirror. He's all so dramatic. sad about himself and his situation. So dramatic. Aren't, aren't battle wounds like cool? I think, yeah, I right? I thought they were, right? Maybe. But not for Tyrion. Yeah, he's like, my face. Oh, my beautiful, beautiful face. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> Dude, it'll heal. <laughs> Put some vitamin E on that. On Put that. some fix on it. <laughs> Where's the alchemist? He might have oh, something. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Maybe Melisandre can, can whip something up for yeah. him. Ooh, that would be spooky. <laughs> I don't know that I would want that. Yeah, I don't want her near me. <laughs> <laughs> so Cersei comes in. She has two guards flanked with her. Yeah. So she comes in and she confronts Tyrion because he's going to meet Tywin later, who's their dad. She wants to know like really badly what Tyrion wants from him and what he wants to talk to him about. And she's like scared and worried. Yeah. And I'm like, it really makes me wonder what Tywin did to each of his kids to like yeah. freak them out so hard. Because like we know what happened with Jamie. Yeah. And then we know what happened with Tyrion. But I want to know like what happened with Cersei. Besides being just sold off when she was like a teenager. Yeah. Like There's there, definitely, there was like at least 14 years before that. Yeah, exactly. There's like more stuff. So, yeah, you're right. What unless happened? he Unless he thinks like, oh, I'm going to go tell dad that your son is actually <laughs> not Jamie's son. And nephew. <laughs> Gross. <Ooh. laughs> so it's funny because Tyrion at first is like, he's my dad. I'm not allowed to see him. And Cersei's like, homie, come on. What's going on? Yeah. She's like. Mm. <laughs> so then. Um, so Bronn and Podrick, this is kind of like continuous action. So they walk up to the guards at, at Tyrion's door and Bronn is giving them lips. So they're about to fight. But then. I again, thought Bronn was their boss. Not anymore. Ah. Uh, Remember, because Tyrion's not hand anymore. Oh, you know? so they've, they've lost everything, kind of, or what little they had. Um, but so they're about to fight. And then Cersei comes out with her head hanging. So then that's when I was like, what did, 
what did Tyrion say? But also, you're right. What did, what did Tywin do yeah. to her? Like, what is what is going on in her head that she's so freaked out and worried? She probably just doesn't want him to know about Joffrey. The baby? Yeah. The lineage? Yeah. Uh. Although, would that really make Tywin mad? Because it's still... that's. That's double Lannister blood. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think if he found out, he'd be like, this is more work for me. Awesome. Mm. Now I have to cover this up too. Great. Ah, yes. He's like, I hate my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Can't behave. Ah. ah. <laughs> now we're walking along one of the walls with Bronn and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. And they're, talk- they're just doing some chit chat. But then Bronn gets to the point of, hey, uh, so I want to raise. <laughs> and, and Tyrion's like, you what? <laughs> So Bronn's like, I'm a knight now, so I, I want double my pay. And Tyrion's <laughs> like, I don't even know what I pay you. So Bronn's like, so that proves that you can afford to pay me double. And honestly, what kind of BDE? Yeah, really. I want that. He's right, though. He is right. Oh, you're not checking the bill? Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah, I so can charge you double. more. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now where are we? We're with Davos now. And he's missing something. So he's alive and he's missing fingers. And I feel like that was established earlier on. Was it? I feel like it was established in a different episode and it might have just gone right over our heads. Oh, I was shocked when I saw that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, because he puts his hand up in the air and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, whoa. There's (laughs) something not there. I was like, what's "What's going on? I had to rewind it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's because he sees a, a, a ship in the distance. So he's trying to wave it down. But I guess... How are they going to see him if he has no fingers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had to like lift his jacket up and swing it around. Because mm-hmm. after the after the whole explosion with the wildfire, I guess he swam off to like this little plot of land and he's just stranded there. Yeah. So some dudes come over. Yeah, they're in a little lifeboat and they're they're asking, who are you? And he's like, I was in the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Then they ask which king he served. And for a second, because he paused, I thought he was going to play, oh, I'm King Joffrey from King's Landing. I just like, I thought he just wanted to be safe. Yeah, but then he is like the one true king of Westeros, Stannis Baratheon. And the dude like smiles him and smiles at him and then throws a rope. So it saves him. Yeah. And then uh, we find out those are Salador's men. They are. Yeah. Salador is from season two, episode two. Yep. The pirate guy with all the ships. <laughs> yes. So they have a moment where um, we find out Davos' son didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So they both start mourning their sons because I guess Salador had also lost a son. And they start like bonding over like that and like fatherhood and like their mutual loss. And I'm like, oh. Aww. Oh. And now we're sad. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> And then we also find out that Sanus is, quote unquote, looking his wounds in Dragonstone. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I guess that's so where he's at. That's a new land that was on the map. Yes, yes, it so is. He, so Stannis is in Dragonstone. And the only person that he's with is Melisandre. And she's apparently burning everybody in the land who speaks against Stannis. Yeah, and she's branding them servants of darkness. So she's crazy. Yeah, like he, like Stannis is apparently not talking to anyone else but her. Imagine being so such a sore loser. Yeah, right. And then. And then. <laughs> so also, um, the other point of this scene is that Davos wants to get to Stannis now, but Sal- Salador. Salador? How do you say his name? Salador. Salador isn't having it because he's like, I gave you 30 ships for wins and riches and I delivered my ship. So where's my half of the bargain? Yeah, right. And Davos is like, come on, bro. But but come on, you could, you could do me this one favor, right? <laughs> and I would be like, no. Yeah, I already no. did you the favor. Yeah, we're done yeah. here. <laughs> this exchange went one way, so I'm not about it. Yeah, I'm going to be on the losing side for both of these things, so 
I get, I get it, Salador. Yeah. So Salador also warns Davos against going there too anyway, because he knows Davos is going to try to speak against the Lady Melisandre. And get burnt. Yeah. And he's like, you've only just come back to life. Stay alive a little longer, my friend. And Davos says, you call me friend. You drank with me on my wedding day. Trying to be like, so you should help me out because we're friends. Ugh. And Salador, 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 and you drank with me on four of my wedding days, but I don't ask you for favors. Um, four weddings? <laughs> oh, so you texted me about that. I do remember that part now. <laughs> but yeah, four weddings. Four weddings. That's a lot. Who has the time? Who has the money? Yeah. And four different people vowed to spend the rest of their lives with him, and I can't even get a text back? Dang. Like, come on. Ouch. I text you back all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're the only one that matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, geez. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That's too many. Like, and stop then, it. <laughs> and then is it the same guests every time giving him wedding gifts every single time? I'm sorry, but after a certain, like... <laughs> No, you don't get any more gifts. You I'm better done. recycle your friends. <laughs> you better invite new people to the party. Make new friends. Yeah, really. Oof. No. We're in Heron Hall now. Yeah. The Starks have pulled up. <laughs> Rob enters the gates and like literally everybody's dead. Yeah, everyone's just uh just, so, just bodies. So did the Lannisters just like kill everybody on their way out? Yeah, and one thing I was wondering is like, are they Stark men or were they prisoners that were already there? Right. I'm guessing probably the prisoners that were already there. I think so. Yeah. And then Rob has Kat put into a cell. And I'm like, no. Yeah. But wait, first, <laughs> we go up to somebody who is dead. Sir oh, yeah, Jeremy yeah. Malister has a sword in his chest, uh. who was um, Kat's father's bannerman. Mm-hmm. So whoever Kat's father's people are is who is all dead. Ah. And then we put her in a cell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she gets a one-two punch. Yeah, she does. <laughs> On both sides of her generation. Yeah, right? Oh. And then Tillisa comes out and she's like, damn, that's your mother. <laughs> and then Rob is like, she freed Jamie. The Lannisters robbed them, the, the people who died of their sons. So she robbed them of their justice. And yeah. that is a very, um, I would say that's a reach. Yeah, that's so wild. But okay. And then the guy next to the guy with the sword in his chest, he coughs and like, comes back to life. His name is Quaben. Quaben. So he's going to have some answers at some point. Woody. I need water. Woody. He was SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> King's Landing. Ah, uh, yay. Tyrion and Tywin, they have their scene. This is a, this is a rough scene. So uh, Tywin's writing. And like, how hard do you think it is to learn old timey penmanship? Oh my God. So hard. <laughs> or do you think it's just the actual like pen and quill itself that kind of like helps make the way the words look? Well, I would say it's both because it's the whole, like, you know, the pressure and the thickness. Yeah. But then, you know, me and you have the same pen, but we have different handwriting. Yeah, it's true. So that's rough. <laughs> My handwriting is so bad. Mine can get bad, <laughs> but it can also be, be very nice. I like my handwriting sometimes. I like yours. Uh, but when I, when I just got to get going, yeah. it, it is sloppy. Oh, same. Like, <laughs> I, sometimes I'll be like, I don't even know what this word is. <laughs> like, what was I doing? Is this an L or a Q? Yeah, whoa. <laughs> so then Tyrion finally gets dad's attention. Mm-hmm. And Tywin says that he's mad because he says that he gave Tyrion a position of power and all he did was sleep with a whore and drink with thieves. And hang on. Like, excuse you. He, he still did held his job. everything together. Yeah. He's the glue that 
that's why they're alive. Exactly. Like he still did his job. He did everything he yeah. could. He wasn't just like dicking around. He is the epitome <laughs> of work-life balance. <laughs> <laughs> the epitome. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what it's all about. <laughs> so then Tyrion says that he led the defense of the battle with Tywin. Well, while Tywin was away. And then Joffrey was the one who cowered behind the wall. And he took a slash to the face for the family. And all he got was this dark and dark and damp cell somewhere in the castle. Yeah. I got a boo-boo for you. Yeah. In the face. <laughs> yeah. And you don't care? You didn't even come visit me? <laughs> and then Tywin says that jugglers and singers require applause. Tyrion is a Lannister. And, you know, honestly, every <laughs> once in a while, every once in a while, can we show our kids some affection? Yeah. Say a little thank you. Yeah. Just once. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe once every 10 years. Yeah. Stop you know, even jerk. if that's too much. Uh. It's... It's rough, man. <laughs> so then <laughs> Tyrion goes on to say that he wants what's his by right. Since Jamie was the eldest son, he inherits the land and the titles, but he's also a king's guard, which forbids him from marriage and inheritance, which means that he's given up his right to Casterly Rock. And then what's Tywin say? He's like, bro, what? <laughs> he's like, oh, hell no. And then goes in and he's like, we'll find you accommodations more suited to your name and like all this stuff. And he's like, I would let myself be consumed by maggots, but her mocking the family name and making you heir to Casterly Rock. Ooh. And it's like, what? Because he's like, we'll get you like rewards, but you're not ruling any land. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, not nothing getting... Nothing that I'm tied to. Yeah. He's like, you're not getting any inheritance. Yeah. And he says that he'll never give Tywin Casterly Rock because he's a spiteful little creature who killed his mother to come into the world. And the law of man says that Tywin has to let Tyrion wear his colors and his and share his name because he can't prove that he's not his son. And like, bro. Yeah, where's Maury? <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. Are you serious though? Yeah, that's like, so mean. Saying that to a person, saying yeah. that to your son. Yeah. And also being that spiteful about it for so long. It's crazy. Rough. Yeah. Ooh. Like you're a grown ass man. Yeah. Like you should have learned by now, like you can't help that she died during like childbirth. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Why didn't you have technology back then? Yeah. You <sighs> and you guys I still get the plague. And it's just, it, it's wild that it's like he harbored this resentment for him his whole life and he can't even like see anything good with him. Yeah. He did all this great work while like subbing in as the hand and he can't even acknowledge any of that. He yeah. still wants to sit there and be like, oh, but your reputation he Ugh. sucks. Ugh. Yeah. I hate it. I feel gross. Let's move on. Sansa <laughs> and Shay are ship watching. Uh-huh. They're playing like a little game. Well, yeah. Shay, Sansa, Shay is not. Shay's not playing yeah. along at all. She's like, this game sucks. And Sansa's like, I'm making up stories for each ship. She's like, I'm just trying to have fun here. This is the worst. Shay, come on. Yeah. So then Baelish comes up and asks to speak to Sansa alone. With who? <laughs> With Ross. Yeah. <laughs> I knew for sure that that was Ross this time. <laughs> the lighting. It was the lighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was well And lit. three seasons. Yes. <laughs> So then uh, Baelish says that he saw Kat not too long ago and Arya. So Sansa's happy to hear that both of her, her family members are okay. But then she says that Baelish said that he could take her home. And he's like, but you said that King's Landing was your home. Boy, shut up. I Stop playing games with me. I know. <laughs> so then he says that, um, that she's property of the crown. So stealing her would be treason. And that was when I was like, so even, even our high class people are property? Which I guess makes sense until I, you're king. I guess she, I don't. I guess, you know, she was promised to Joffrey, but then being related to a traitor then knocks her down pegs. I guess. 
And now she's just property. And even like, I, I guess even the queen is still supposed to serve the king. But I guess like maybe it's because she's a woman. She's property. Yeah. According to this series and not my own opinion <laughs> as a woman who you don't like doesn't belong to anyone. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to belong to anyone or serve anyone. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so then our girls Ross and Shay are chit chatting. Mm hmm. And essentially it comes down to Ross tells Shay to like look out for Sansa, but especially look out for Sansa and Baelish. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's going to try something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. That is foreshadowing. Something's going to happen. What do you Uh, think that's going to be? I hope it's not going to go where I think it's going to go. Me too. Yeah. The sea. We're at the sea now. Oh, the sea. The sea. And Daenerys, she's got a ship, and her babies are flying, and they're fishing, and they got so big. They got so big. They're so big. And they're so good at catching fish. Yeah, they, but you know who's not good at catching fish? <laughs> the Dothraki. <laughs> they're having a rough time. They're they are all not. Oh, these poor guys. <laughs> also, where did she get more Dothraki? Because I thought they were all slaughtered in Karth. Mm, you're right. <laughs> I don't have that answer for you. Because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what? So this part was short. So I it guess was. we're back to Dragonstone. Yep. Yes. Um. So Davos meets with Stannis. Mm-hmm. And Stannis is a huge douche. He is. He won't even turn around. Oh, my God. He's he's doing the brooding thing where he's like sitting in a chair facing his open windows. <laughs> Staring off at the land that he now claims is his own. So dramatic. Yeah. Ooh, I can't turn around. Brooding. The men this season are so dramatic. And this is only, I want to say, like 20 minutes into the episode. <laughs> we are not very far in. So Melisandre's playing games. She says that if she was with them during the battle, then she could have helped take the King's Landing. But they lost because Davos convinced Stannis to leave her ashore. Yeah, I was or like... Or not take her with them or whatever. Yeah, I was like, huh? Yeah, what? I was like, what do you, bitch, what do you mean? <laughs> Where'd you get that information from? I was like, I was like, you can't blame Davos. And then also like, what are you going to do? What are you, a fire sponge? Like, what could you have done? Really? <laughs> what would, yeah, what could she have done? I mean, would she have called her baby demon thing to is do she, anything? Yeah. Is she a firebender? I don't know. Like, or, what is, what? Well, okay. On that note, <laughs> would you have to be a firebender or a waterbender? Oh. You know? Because <laughs> we're on the water, but um, there is fire coming at us. Yeah. I guess either would work because, like, you could firebend, you'd get the fire away. True. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like waterbending would probably be more more effective. I think, because so. then you can also, like, move the ships a little faster. Yeah. Yeah. Or and cause, like, a that big show. I love that show <laughs> so much. It's so good. Melisandre tells him that death by fire is the purest and Davos... Wait, what? What am I saying? <laughs> what happens here? <laughs> so, oh, Lord. After she like blames him she touches his cheek so she goes all up in his personal space and she says don't despair sir davos what i told your son is true and she whispers in his ear death by fire is the purest death so she's trying to tell davos that he's gonna die pure well a fire i guess like oh your son died in a fire oh oh, 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 and i like said that okay 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 so he then try he gets pissed and he tries to kill her. So he tries to stab he pulls her. Pulls a knife. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens. He gets grabbed by guards and calls her mother of demons. And they're like, put him in a cell. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. She literally burned a demon she, in front of him. Yeah, technically. <laughs> and Stan is still just still just sitting there brooding. I know. And so he knows. He knows. He knows. So he's a clown. Uh, 
<laughs> That's where that came from. Yeah, right? Now we're with King's Landing. Yes. Joffrey's being walked through town in a fancy little pod thing. I was like, I was like, we really have to carry Joffrey around in this silly box everywhere? <laughs> yeah. These knights must be ripped. They have to be. <laughs> and also, do they hate their jobs? I would hate my job. I would hate that. I would, I would like, <clears throat> I would like trip on purpose. <laughs> just like, cool. like jumble it around a little bit. And then you'd be like, what was the meaning of that? <laughs> and then um, Marjorie's in another box and she stops. She has them all stopped. So, and then she goes into an orphanage, mm-hmm. which like great for PR. That's what I said. I was like, does she, so she goes into the orphanage. She has this, you know, she has cute moments with the kids and all that stuff. So then does she really like the kids or is it a PR stunt? That's what I was wondering too. Cause she like gives one kid yeah. a doll and then gives everyone food. And, and she tells like. fathers died doing the best that they could and all that stuff. Yeah. She tells like the lady running the orphanage, like if you need anything, clothes, food or whatever, like you tell me and you come right to me. And I'm like, oh. So she does care? Yeah. We find out, because after this scene where she's with the orphans, we're having dinner. It's Mm -hmm. Marjorie, Sir Loris, Cersei, and Joffrey. Mm -hmm. And we find out that where they're from, Marjorie does work with the poor, like charity work. Yeah. And Cersei's all like, ew, why? (laughs) (laughs) You you talk to them? She's like, why why do you bother? (laughs) Why would you do that? But they're poor? And it's their fault. Why don't they just make more money? Yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine having that mindset? Yeah, right? Like, okay. And is it just me or does Cersei not like Marjorie? She does not like Marjorie. Yeah. I don't think. And I'm like, I'm like, it's probably because she knows she can't spook her, control her like she did with Sansa. Yeah. Like, I feel like with Sansa, she had like a little like lasso around her. Yeah. And I feel like she's not going to get this with Marjorie. Like Marjorie, like just brushes everything off. And yeah. Like, she's a little older. So she, I feel like she just has more like a sense of, of what's happening around her. Yeah. And she is super smart and yeah. super quick. Yeah. <laughs> So Marjorie says that uh, the poor are the same as the rich if you approach them with kindness and an open heart. And then Cersei's like, an open heart is what'll get you killed if you're not careful in Flea Bottom, which is that scene where uh, yeah, where they had that last mob scene and where, where Marjorie just was. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, my thought was like, you know, maybe your life wouldn't be in danger if your son didn't threaten to kill everybody there. Yeah, maybe if you didn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> if you just approach them with kindness and an open heart, yeah. maybe they wouldn't try to kill you. Yeah, stop being awful to people. But what do we know? Yeah. And then also, this is the first time that Joffrey plays the humble game. Yeah, right. Because th- in this whole scene, um, Cersei's like, you know, and and not being careful is what gets you, you know, killed in Flea Bottom. Just like my son Joffrey almost got his life taken the other day or whatever. And then Joffrey's like, oh, always had a flair for dramatics, my mother. And I'm like, <laughs> boy, what? This is not you. Do you have a crush on Marjorie? Are you trying to play it cool? I think he's trying to play it cool. Wow. Yeah. For now. Yeah, for now. Ugh. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Uh, so to ask to pour. <laughs> to what? To ask to pour. Is that where we are? That's where Daenerys lands. Okay. Yeah. And this whole thing is so weird. weird. I was like. What? I was like, why? Who thought of this? What was going through your head when you were writing this? Was, the writers were just drunk when I'm like, bro, you know, it'll be a wild scene yeah. if we do this, bro. <laughs> So the unsullied are what these people are called. Yeah. So it, these are, um, so there's this guy speaking Valyrian and I'm like, oh, is this where everyone gets those fancy swords? Like, I don't understand. Mm. But anyway, yeah. So they land here in Astapor, um, the Dothraki and Jorah and uh, Daenerys. 
because they're trying to get soldiers. So the soldiers here at Astapor are called the Unsullied, and they're known for being super, like, they're not, like, men. Loyal. They're men who are not men. Yes. They're loyal, but, obedient. like, blindly loyal yeah. and blindly obedient, and they just go right to... Yeah. They're the slave soldiers. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's what it. they were called. That's what they are. Literally what we they're called. We pay very close attention to yeah, this Yeah, I was like... Um, Especially Sophia, who has the script right in front of her. I know. I was not even looking at it. It's okay. I don't look at it either. Yeah. So, anywho. So, um, the main guy, Master Krasnis, who's mm-hmm. the Astapor guy who's speaking Valerian, um, he has a translator there. And he keeps talking trash about Daenerys and Jorah in his language. And and she has to sugarcoat it. Yeah. And the translator's like, oh, geez. Like, she, you can see me down. She's like, she's just like stressed out the entire time. I wonder if that's one of those like hashtag relatable things for all translators. Yeah. I'm sure it, it is. And like towards the end of it, I really wanted Daenerys to be like, oh, thank you for your time in Valyrian. Like just to oh. say, I wanted her to like say something in Valyrian so bad. Just be like, I heard you, bro. Yeah. I, I heard you call me a Westerosi whore. <laughs> and I'll have you know. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. I don't, I'm not paying you 8000 <laughs> Or like, I'm not pay- You're cutting that price yeah. <laughs> for your soldiers. You know what else I noticed in the scene? Mm-hmm. She asked, Daenerys asked about their training. So then the translator says that every morning they start at five o'clock. But I've never seen any kind of time teller in this land. Yeah. How do they know? Do they have like a giant sundial? I don't know. Were they in sundial times? Do they have clocks? Do they have wrist sundials? I have no idea. I don't know. So like... Oh, they might just like look at the sky because my grandpa used to do that. Wow. <laughs> and just know. Yeah. And he like would be able to tell the time. I used to know how to tell time like by looking at the shadows that the trees would cast. What? That was a thing that you learn in Girl Scouts. Oh. And then there's like, there's a side that the moss grows on. That means that that's a side that faces north or south or something. Oh. Because I forget if moss grows in the sun or out of the sun. I t- truly have no idea. No, I can do it looking at the sun after 12 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it looking at cer- when, you know, when you're like at work and the sun hits you at a certain time, then that's when you know that it's three o'clock. That's when I can tell. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm tired. Oh boy. It's, it's too bright on me right now. Yeah. So then tell me about the most wild thing that happens in the scene. Back oh to focusing God. on the show. I had to take a break. So... Oh, Lord. So the so, guy wants to prove how, how obedient these soldiers are and how strong they are. Yeah. He calls one of them forward. Oh, no. So basically the translator says, like, to these soldiers, death means nothing to them. So Krasnus calls one of them forward and then just, like, takes his little, like, thingy off his chest. His strap. His little <laughs> his strap. And takes a knife and starts like he grabs his nipple and starts cutting around the skin. And I was like, Oh <laughs> what's happening? I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I was like, why? That was like the most unnecessary thing. Was it like, was just like to prove that the soldier would just stand there and not flinch and not be scared. Yeah. Yeah, he but, didn't do no reaction at no. all. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and then my boobs started hurting. I know. I had to like hold mine. Make and sure that everything was there. Yeah. 
like pause the show, hold my boobs and like walk away. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm doing it right now. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God. And then he says that to become a soldier and to prove that there's no weakness within them, these men have to take a newborn from their mother and kill it in front of her to show that they're not scared. And, and sh- like to show that they have no emotion. Yeah. Who, who comes up with these rules? I know. Can't they do something else? Yeah. Cause now you're, you're trying, like that's definitely internal trauma to, for the men and yeah. then like you're you've killed a mother's newborn yeah and now she's you, like what they're definitely trying to like base these soldiers off of, like sparta but then they're like how do we make sparta worse yeah <laughs> how do we make them look like children yeah you're still holding your boobs <laughs> I'm still holding my boobs <laughs> i'm so uncomfortable <laughs> and the guy says he has eight thousand soldiers to sell to daenerys which means that those are eight thousand dead babies yeah that's messed up and at least Eight thousand, not at least, at most eight thousand tra- traumatized mothers. Yeah, about Ugh. about wild. So then Daenerys and Jorah walk through the town, and Jorah talks about how their owning of these soldiers will be the best treatment that they can get, as uh, you know, as this guy, this spooky guy in a hooded cloak, follows them. Yeah, but also like, if you take those soldiers and you win, what do you do with those dudes? I don't know. Do they have do personalities? You, like, can they yeah, take can, time off? Can they function? Can you put them out into society? Can they function? Or are they just going to just lose their shit? I don't know. Yeah. Or do you send about? them back? Yeah. I, I would like to return these. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with my rental. Here, so. Astapor. <laughs> Here's your dudes back. I'm done fighting. Yeah. We're done here. So then some little girl in the town makes eye contact with Daenerys and passes like a wooden ball to her. Like she rolls it over to her. Yeah. And Daenerys is like all about this little girl. She's like, oh my God, so cute. And like yeah. follows her through the pier and up to this point where she rolls the ball. Yeah. Then at the same time, the guy with the hooded cloak, he, he pulls out some dagger. Yeah. So I'm like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And then as she's about to reach the ball, somebody smacks it out of her hand. And then the cloak guy grabs Jorah. So like what? I think Jorah grabbed him. Oh, but I don't either know. way, there's a, anyway, there's a scuffle. There, anyway, two dudes grab each other. Yep. Daenerys drops his ball. It turns into this like scorpion thing. Yeah, it like crawls out of the ball. Yeah. And I was like, ew. Who? I was like, what, <laughs> what? is that? No. Sorcery. Yeah. And, and then, then and then you tell me what happens. The guy in the hood with the dagger, he starts like running towards the little girl. And the little girl, she opens her mouth and she's got like black teeth or black gums. I don't know. Her mouth is it's gross. Black. There's it's black gross. in there, yeah. And she hisses and yeah. then jumps into the water and she disappears. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And <laughs> he also, happening. important before he does that too, he also stabs this, the scorpion before he yes. gets his ears. Yeah. So he does save her life. Yes. And then this girl does that, we love that. that weird thing. Yeah. Love her alive. Yeah. yeah. Great look for her. <laughs> Ugh, and, then and then she, she like, that, that girl, after she jumps into the water, she like pops up on some building behind them. Does she? Yeah. So she's like a warlock. Is she magic? Something like that. Uh, and then um, Daenerys she, turns around and she's like, I owe you my life, sir. That girl's probably like 200 years old. Probably. <laughs> Maybe three. Yeah, right. She's probably friends with Melisandre. And then who's the guy? He, he at first says that the honor is mine, my queen. And I say, huh? Yeah. So then um, I didn't write his name down. It's Sir Barristan. Oh, yes, I did write his name down then. Yeah, You're right. The, the guy who got fired. Yeah. By Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused because. He's back with a vengeance. Baby. Like I predicted. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Jor knows him. He says that he's the greatest fighter the Seven Kingdoms has ever seen. Served as Lord Commander if Robert Barath- at, of Robert Baratheon's King's Guard. That makes sense to me now. Yes. Going backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, after he reveals himself, he says that he's been searching for Daenerys to ask her forgiveness because he was sworn to protect her family and failed. Aww. 
And then I guess that's when he went into Robert's situation. Whole shebang. Yeah, I just got confused when you said, who is that? Because I wrote down that his name was Barristan Selmy. And I didn't realize that Sir Barristan meant that Barristan was his first name and not his last name. <laughs> oh. You know? <laughs> I forgot how they do stuff. But either way, Daenerys <laughs> is unstoppable now. Yes. Now she's got two bad bros. And a dragon. <laughs> and dragons. Three of them. Three dragons. And that's the end of that And episode. the Dothraki will be awesome when they're not seasick anymore. Once they get their, their boat legs, they'll be, <laughs> they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I love the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Call us Seathraki now. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I just made it up. <laughs> wow, you're so sharp. <laughs> so what's episode two called? Episode two is Dark Wings and Dark Words. Ominous. Very ominous. So it opens up on Bran running through the woods. So running, so we know it's a dream. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and we see the three-eyed raven. and So definitely, definitely a dream. Yeah, and he's like trying to like aim at it with an arrow. And the kid is like, nah, the raven's you. Is that the kid from that movie I never remember? Yeah. Okay. From Love Actually? Yes. And he's also from The Maze Runner and like a few other things. But I think those are like his two biggest things. And I then this have not seen The Maze Runner. For. Yeah. Yeah. I no. read the books. I like the books. Oh, cool. It was one of those. So like the Maze Runner came out like right after the Hunger Games when like it was all like, oh, dystopia or bust. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Maze Runner and uh, Divergent, those were good book series, but I don't know that they translated as well into movie franchises. No It idea. was when everybody was trying, like it, like Twilight and then Hunger Games and <laughs> then everybody's like, we got to get this dystopia franchise going. <laughs> so they did everything they could to make any dystopia thing work. Bring back vampires. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, he, so that's who that kid is, yeah. So he's that kid in that movie I never remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bran wakes up and he mentions the raven again and Osha like starts brushing it out off. And I'm like, she knows something about this. She does a little she, bit, but also she doesn't like magic. Yeah, she clearly is not about the spooky stuff. Yeah. She's spooked and she's like, no, 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 we're going to change subjects and like keep on keeping on. Yeah, it was funny because so at first she asked if um, he dreamt that he was a wolf again and he's like, no, it was different this time. But then when he brings up the raven, she's like, uh-uh, nope, 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 shut that up. Nope, shut that down right nope. now. <laughs> Hard pass. She's like, we got to go, got to get out of here. Yep. <laughs> But also, like, she's, she's paranoid about who might be seeing them. But, well, like, she's fair game because, yeah. like, they are, you know, wanted targets. <laughs> yeah, they are. So you got to keep moving, guys. There's yeah. no time to, to dilly-dally. Exactly. And now we're at Stark Camp. With uh, Rob Stark. And um, he's, like, brooding by a fire. As he does. And Talissa's teasing him about how emo he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they do whatever back and forth nonsense. I wasn't really following. Um, it was... Um, the one thing that I pulled from that was that Talissa was like, my mom told me that Westerosi people were all grim and that she never thought that she'd marry one. Then some guy comes in with two pieces of mail. Yeah. One of them is from Winterfell and one of them is from River Run. Yeah. Both are bad news. Yep. Yep. Spoiler alert. There's no good news in this world. Yeah. No, if that. (laughs) (laughs) So my first thought for that was if it's from Winterfell, do they think that their sons are dead now? Yeah. Right. So that's going to be a fun thing to open. And I'm like, ooh, River Run. Are we going to finally see River Run? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever see River Run? I think so. Maybe episode three. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say season five, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> In passing. Yeah. We'll just walk through. Yeah. But um, nope. It's not that Brandon and Rick are dead. It's that Kat's dad is dead. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good news all around. Yeah. Rob finds out from uh, the Winterfell one that the Ironborn torched Winterfell and killed everyone. Yep. But the boys still haven't been found. So there's no confirming or denying that they're dead. Yeah. So they're kind of just hoping. Yep. They're in limbo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Fun place to be. Yeah. Right. 
you know who else is in a fun place? <laughs> Theon. Theon, who's strung up and doused in water, and he's in an old-timey torture chamber. Yeah, and we have no idea where this is. Nope. He can be anywhere in Westeros, or not Westeros. Oh. You know? Oh. Some mystery guys are, have tied him like up in like an X to a post. Yeah. And uh, old timey torture. They go into like, cut one of his fingers open. So that's fun. No, they were like taking his fingernail off. That's what that was. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I was you, like, I can't. Have you ever lost a toenail? Yes. I, re- I feel like I remember that. Yeah. I dropped something really yes. heavy on my toe. What's that like? It hurt so bad. <laughs> and then I had to just let it grow out and pop off. Mm. It was awful. The worst <laughs> moment of your life, I presume. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> I painted my whole, so it was like dark blue where it got hurt. So I painted the rest of my toenail dark blue. <laughs> <laughs> got a match. It's, yeah, I got it. It looks less weird. And you know what? You healed and you grew from that. Yep. I don't drop. I move. As soon as I drop anything, my feet are out of the way. Let it fall. Move out of the way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now so we are away from the fingernail nonsense yep. to Brienne and Jamie. They're on their journey and it's a, it feels very Shrek and Donkey to me. It is. It is right? very, yeah, cuz he won't shut up. De- he's definitely Donkey. Yeah. Jamie is Donkey. She's for so sure. big and strong. Yeah. <laughs> um how does she know where to go without using the road? You know, I don't know. <laughs> she just she's so smart and strong like you said she just knows <laughs> she just follows like she's like the sun rises that way so yeah, we'll so go like go that way. This way yeah yeah she's like i got this <laughs> yeah so jb as, as he won't shut up he he finds out that brienne used to serve renly mm-hmm. and then he teases her about how she had a crush on him and she's like stop it shut up <laughs> so he's like oh so you actually didn't like him well, sorry to say that you're not really his type, huh? You know, playing the gay game. And then she like, she's so close to slicing his throat at that yeah. very moment. Yeah, she's like, can you not? So then a passerby makes some nice chit chat with them. And Jamie's like, that guy knows who I am. You have to go kill him. And Brian's like, he's just being nice. Yeah, she's like, he's innocent. Like, I'm not killing an innocent guy. Yeah. So what do you think? What would you do in that situation? I wouldn't kill him. <laughs> um, would definitely threaten him really hard. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I would just let him go. Me too. Well, because also... Because he's a peasant. Yeah. His life's already hard. And also, <laughs> we both don't have the balls to kill anybody. No, he definitely would not. <laughs> I would like to say that I could defend myself and maybe do that out of protection. But no, I definitely wouldn't. I'd be like, oh man, I hope he doesn't snitch on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, I hope he doesn't recognize who I am. Yeah, right? I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, King's Landing. King's Landing. Joffrey's and getting fitted for something. Yeah, he's uh, trying on some clothes, mm-hmm. and Cersei is trying to, like, talk to him about Marjorie. And he's like, yeah, can we stop talking about this? And she is, like, losing her grip on her baby boy. She is. Because... She tries to... Um, it's interesting because she, she starts off saying, uh, what do you think about Marjorie? And he's like, we're a good match. You know, with, with the, the, what are the, the Tyrells, with the Tyrells and us, you know, we'll be an unstoppable force. And she's like, but like, what do you think about Marjorie? Yeah. Not about the match. Yeah. And he's like, ma, I don't care. <laughs> he's like, whatever. She's pretty. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this is one of the most boring conversations I've ever had. And she like, then tries to, uh, talk bad about Marjorie, like, but she likes the poor. 
Yeah. She's like, mm, she dresses like a hoe. <laughs> she hangs out with poor people and she married a trader named Renly. And Joffrey, Ever heard of him? Yeah. And Joffrey's like, well, she married him because she was told to do. And that's what intelligent women do. That's what intelligent women do, what they're told. Ugh. And he like gives a look to his mom like, you can shut up now because I asked you to. Smack that boy right out of this planet. Yeah. So then she's like, you need to ask yourself. And he's like, I don't need to do anything. You know he, what he needs to do is take a goddamn chill pill. Yeah, he really does. He needs to chill out. Yeah. He's like, I don't need to do anything. You're not the boss of me. I'm my own person. I'm yeah. 10 years old. He's like yeah. 17. At the, no, he's like 18 now, right? Probably 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, he definitely has. I mean, the power has definitely got to his head and he hates women. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or unless he just hates his mom and it's just like, I don't know. I think he hates women. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's safe to blanket statement him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so then we go to Shay and Sansa, um, Mama Bear Shay. Yes. Yeah. I She's love her. She's crying about her chit chat with Baelish. Yeah. I love Shay. She's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> She's so strong. So strong. She says that men only want one thing from women, and Sansa's like, ew, but he's old. And Sansa's the only one in this world who has some sense. <laughs> she she's the only one who's like, uh, no, it's not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> 21st century woman Sansa is. And Shay is like, uh, that's not gonna stop anyone. Yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Shay says that uh Shay's like your biological <laughs> clock is ticking. And men don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, she tells Sansa that uh, if Baelish tries anything with her, you know, to hurt or touch her, to tell Shay and she'll make him stop. So Shay is the baddest bitch of all. Yeah, she's ready to throw down. She can be my mom. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> then Loras comes to the door and he invites uh, Sansa on a walk with and Marjorie she, and their grandma. She lights up. So fast. She has such a crush on Sir Loras. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, she does Poor know. girl. It's like she, when I had a crush on Lance Bass. I didn't know better. <laughs> I was like seven. I had no That's idea. so cute. <laughs> I did. I liked Lance. I liked, I feel like, hmm, did I like all of them at one point? <laughs> Everyone liked all of them. I think I, went, I just point. like took, like Every- made my circle. Yeah. <laughs> you just go around. Yeah. Yeah, so she's going to go meet with Marjorie and their grandma. Yes. So what do you think of grandma? <laughs> um, I've seen memes. Her name is Lady Olena, and she apparently is truly the bad bitch. I know I just said that Shay's a bad bitch, but I've heard that this woman is the bad bitch. I was not prepared for how sassy grandma is. She's amazing. I love her so I much already. Like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hold up. Hold, 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 hold. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why didn't no one tell me? <laughs> you just, you had to be up on the memes. I, I was like, floored. Like she like said something like, um, sassy. And I felt like a gust of wind hit me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you just felt like so empowered. I know. It's like, wow. I was like, she's the realest one in this whole yeah, world. She was amazing. It was funny. So the first thing that she really says is, um, she gives her hand to Sansa and says, kiss me child. And I'm like, give me that power. <laughs> I just, that's how I want to greet new people. <laughs> Here, kiss me. <laughs> but like not on my face, just on my hand. Yeah. My ring? Yeah. Do you see this giant stone? Yeah. <laughs> so they go into this like beautiful, like, it's not a tent. It's like um some kind of, what is it? It's not really a gazebo. Pagoda? Sure. No, not a pagoda. It sounds like that. 
don't there's know. like an overhead. It's, it's pretty. like a gazebo. Yeah, it's, it's like pretty. a gazebo, but prettier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're having like brunch. We know words. And, and definitely architecture. Yeah. Uh, they're having lunch and, and they're chit-chatting. And grandma gets right to the root of the meeting. She does. But first, before that, in the chit-chat, she's like, Renly's a dummy because he wanted claim to the ugly iron chair when he knows that it belongs to Stannis. Yeah. Um, but then, then we get down to business. And what's business? She wants to know if Joffrey sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Sansa's in there like, do I tell him? Do I not? Do I she, tell him? Do I not? She didn't even have to say anything. Like her change of demeanor. Yeah. Demeanor. So fast. Yeah. yeah says enough. Like. She um, doesn't have as good a poker face as she thinks she does. No, she really doesn't. But I, she, you know, props to her for trying. Yeah. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they ask, uh, has, has he mistreated you? Is he the worst? Yeah. And she's, she's like, uh, he's the one true king. I love him so much and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, Oh, she says something about him being like a brave lion. And Olena's like, yes, all Lannisters are lions. And when a Tyrell <laughs> farts, it smells like a rose. <laughs> the lady is amazing. <laughs> I love fart jokes. <laughs> so she wants to know if he has, you know, like a kind heart, if he's clever and all that stuff. And then Sansa snaps. Yeah, because Olena's like, are you frightened? Like you, you can, we're women here. Like you can tell us the truth. Like you can trust us. And Marjorie's like, look, Grandma, stop. She, like, is visibly shaken. Like, it's okay. We don't need to. So Sansa says, my father always told the truth. And Olena says, yeah, he had that reputation. And they named him traitor and took his head. And she snaps. That's when she snaps. She's like, Joffrey. Joffrey did that. He promised he would be merciful. And he cut my father's head off and said that was mercy. Then he took me up on the walls and made me look at it. Mm. And she starts, like, tearing up. Because that's the first time she's ever said that out loud. Yeah. And then. Which is, ooh. And then she immediately is like, oh, I can't. Like, my dad's a traitor. My brother's a traitor. I have traitor's blood. Don't make, please don't make me say anymore. And Marjorie's like, she's scared. And Elena's yeah. like, come on, keep it going. And I'm emotional. This yeah. made me like emotional. I was like, Sansa, stop it, please. Like, oh. Someone then, help her. Yeah. Sansa ultimately just says he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And I'm like, oh, man. I want to see more of them all together. Yeah, these three. right? They're probably... Oof. Yeah, that's probably the first... I mean, I don't know if she said any of that stuff to Shay, but like... I don't think so. Probably not, but I'm sure Shay is... Because like, I think that's such a big character moment that we would have seen it. So th- I feel like this is definitely the first time she's ever said it out loud. Yeah. Like, I feel like Shay just knows. Yeah. You know? She knows that, like, uh, Sansa harbors resentment towards Joffrey. Yeah. But this is probably the first time where she actually tells someone, like, all yeah. this that she's holding on to. And it's like, he's a, he's the worst. She holds it together very well for the first time ever saying it out loud. Yeah, I would have started sobbing. I would have been on the floor, yeah. Yeah, I would not have been as. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the woods now. Stark camp is on the move. Yes, Rob and Co. are off Rob to River and Run. Lord Carsack are talking about the men they need for the war. And Carsack says that he thinks that Rob lost the war the second he married Talissa. Ooh, because he's soft now. Yeah. Mm. Whoop. And now Kat and Talissa are having an awkward scene, but also it turns into like another like character, big, big character scene. Yeah, we uh we find out that so Kat is like doing this like arts and crafts. She's like weaving some wood thing. Yeah. It's like a cultural thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're sensitive to all that. It's a cultural thing or whatever. No yeah, or something like that. So we find out that um, this thing is supposed to like help for protection and mothers do it for their kids. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Kat's done two of them before. And one of them she made for John because when she, f- she harbors guilt for what's happening to their family. Yes. And she feels like she's getting punished by the gods because she couldn't keep their promise to them 
And that all stems from her relationship with John. Because when Ned brought in this baby who wasn't hers, she was like, yo, F that baby. I want it dead. (laughs) F that baby. (laughs) Yo, yo. (laughs) That baby's trash. (laughs) And F that baby's mama. (laughs) F the baby daddy. (laughs) So... I just want to back up and give a little more context <laughs> to this thing with John. So um, I was going into it. Okay, so yeah. then go back into it. You can go into no, it. No, 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 you no, totally no, no, can. No, 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 you go into it. So she, um, she was like, "F that baby," and and John, as a baby, ended up getting the pox. The pox. And was dying. So yes. then she started. So she felt bad because she was like, "Oh my god, this is my fault that this baby's sick." Now I feel like a douche because I hated this baby. This new life that got brought into the world. I don't know his mom. He doesn't know his mom. Like, this poor thing, like, if he lives, I promise to, like, give him my name, like, the Stark name, and treat him as one of my own, and this and that. And she doesn't do that after he gets better. She don't. <laughs> She's like, I pray to all the gods. And so then, now, yeah, she says that all the, uh, are the har- all the hardships that are happening to her family right now are her fault because of that one time. Yeah. And so I have a lot of issues with this whole situation yeah because she had plenty of time to fix that yeah well not even that so like first you get like this this baby who is just living proof that your husband cheated on you gets thrown at you and you're expected to just take it in like no big deal yeah so first of all that's ned's mistake not hers yeah exactly you know um she is just like harboring all this guilt like shouldn't ned have to go through any kind of like oh man i cheated on my wife and i have this baby now i feel so bad yeah exactly or is this literally all on her yeah. Like, she's just supposed to take this in all at, all at one time. Yeah, like, oh, this is your kid now. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, take it in stride like it's no big deal. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's normal to kind of, like, have ill will yeah. towards anything related to a cheating situation. Yeah. You know? And, like, I, it just it bothered me so much. It was just so <laughs> much, like, self-hatred that she has because of something that she didn't do. Yeah, exactly. Like, him getting, like, obviously we know now with technology that him getting the pox wasn't her fault. Yeah. Just because you, you know, asked somebody to get the pox doesn't mean that they're going to get the pox. Yeah. But the fact that she blames herself for everything, like, homie, that is, <laughs> that is society teaching you to blame yourself for everything. It really is. That's misogyny. <laughs> and we're in the mountains now uh, with John with, and the Wildings. They're on the move. So John and Mance Raider are talking and Mance says that this army is made up of people who speak seven different languages and half of them hate each other. But there's only one thing that he says to them that gets them all moving on the same side. <gasps> and it's... What do they say? If they don't go south, they're going to die. Oh, Which effective. is the truth, he says. Yeah. Yeah. Would, that would get me going. Yeah, really. I'd be like, oh... Oh, you seem like you know more. I'm going to go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Now we're with this other guy who's having like a That's So Raven-esque vision. (laughs) His eyes are like rolled up to the back of his head. Yes. So um, he's a spooky dude called a warg. Yes. Who can enter the minds of animals and see what they see. So I was like, oh, is Bran one? Like, is that why Osha so spooked? Well, you caught on to that really fast. Because I didn't catch that. I was just like, oh, wow, what a convenient skill to have. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because Osha's a wildling. Yeah. So she she was exposed to She would have known what that is. That makes sense. Whereas, like, John's from the other side of the wall. That was his first experience Mm, with one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And clearly mine. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, like, maybe, like, that's what that is. So those. So, like, the wolf dreams. How does that, like, happen? Like, as far as, like, that gene, does that mean that Ned cheated on 
cat again to get the warg gene somewhere or is a warg just in his family line or cat's family line or is it just random or maybe i don't know maybe it's you know? random you know like x-men oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like don't they drink a special water like, you know like jean gray is psychic but like her parents aren't mm. you know okay. or like um or like muggle-born children in harry potter say, but then that's also because don't they have that trait in their family? And like it just their like grandma? Skips a generation, yeah. It could be. I mean, maybe the organist skips like a few generations. <laughs> oh, okay. Or maybe, um, well, no, because the, he, he started getting the, the dreams before the dragons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to be like, oh, maybe like the dragons come back and then it causes magic. Did it? Well, he definitely had the dream as, yeah. as Ned was dying. Yeah, and the warg is definitely around before the dragons because that's how Osha would have known about it. Oh, that's oh a plot hole, baby. Oh, God. Or something that we need to explain more. Yeah, really. Anyway, the guy says that he saw the first of the, wait, the fist of the first men and saw a bunch of dead crows. So uh, they all just look straight at John and we're like, oh. Yeah, those are your pals, bro. Yeah, they're all dead, baby. Whoa, God. But speaking of Nightwatch, we're all dead. We're with the Nightwatch who are still alive. Yeah, and Sam is in tears. He's crying and this guy is bullying him. Yeah, John, poor Sam probably thinks John is dead. Ugh. And that guy, Rost, who's like a huge douche. Is it Rast or Rost? Oh, I don't. I didn't catch his name. I think Rast. He just keeps picking on him and I'm like, I hate this guy. He calls him a piggy and like... Why are you crying? You should be dead. And I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. That is really Calm heavy. down, buddy. Yeah, like, chill out. So Sam falls to his knees, and he's crying. And, and the one friend who I forgot his name, I don't know anybody's name. Gren and Edison are both of them. I think Gren is the first one who turns around. Okay. Yeah, and Edison is the one that's like, if you don't stop, you're going to die too. Either way, if you come with us or you stop, you're probably going to die. Yeah. So whatever. But Sam is crying because his friends left him when the White Walkers came. And finally, also, this is him and Sansa are the only ones who actually feel their emotions and like deal with the consequences of things that are happening to them. Mm. You know, yeah, have right. you noticed that? Like nobody else, like everybody just walks away from things that happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. No one, everyone has like the emotional you never see that. pebble. Yeah. Just that one, even if it's just like one shot like this. Yeah. I mean, like a half a scene even. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody reacts. What's that about Westeros people? <laughs> Get it together. Anyway, so then the leader forbids Sam to die and tells them that bully guy whose name you just said, but I forgot. <laughs> Rast. Rast. He says yeah. that Rast is responsible for Sam living. And that's what you get for being a bully. Yeah. He's like, you guys are buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to the woods. With Brad. He's sleeping and wakes up to the direwolf. His name is Summer. Summer and Osha are and on Osha. high alert. High alert, yes. Yeah. So who's out there? Um, The kid from Brad's dream shows up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he has a sister with him. Yeah. Mira. Mira. So his name is Jojen Reed and Mira. Yep. Is the sister. Yeah. And he just walks up to Summer and Summer sniffs his hand and just like drops his guard. Yeah. What kind of guard dog is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One that's too friendly to be a guard dog. Yeah. <laughs> you're big, but like if you're not going to do anything. Yeah. But like, you know, like obviously if your big scary wolf can just drop its guard, like, all right, so this kid might not be a bad. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so then Jojen says that he's come a long way to find Bran, but then he fulls name him and calls him Brandon. Yeah. Tell me his real name is a normal name. <laughs> Brandon. Yeah. I think Kat said it one time for a season. She said Brandon. Ugh. But I like glossed over it because I wasn't paying attention. Because at that point, we didn't realize that that (laughs) normal names were weird in this world. (laughs) There is a a what now? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Who's Brandon? That's yeah. a weird name. That's a weird one. Now we're with Arya, Arya. Gendrian, Hot Pie in the Woods. Finally, we find, we're I with know. Arya. It's taken, it takes so long to just ser- serve her some justice. Yeah, right? So they get found by this group of bandits. Yep. They find them really easy. Like, these kids could not, could not have hit any worse. I mean, yeah, they're kids. Yeah. <laughs> So we find out that they're the Brotherhood Without Banners. Mm-hmm. So those are the guys that the interrogator at Hall was asking about. Yes. And I was like, ooh. ooh. Boy. <laughs> and he's also the leader of this little clique is very smart because he knows that Ari is a woman or a girl. Right away, even yeah, with the pantaloons. Right even with the pantaloons <laughs> and the short hair. Yeah. Yeah. And he immediately is like, you came from that direction and you have castle swords. So, so how'd you get those? So how'd you get out of Harren Hall? And they're like, Harren who? And he's like, kids. <laughs> you dummies think that I'm a dummy. Come on. I'm smarter than I look. <laughs> His name is Thoros. Yes. And then he co- tells the kids to come with them and Hot Pie's like, nuh-uh. Yeah. So then the archer who's with them, who he introduces, but I didn't write down his name. Who has amazing aim. He's so cool. Yeah. It's, this cool thing was so cool. I wish I, I could do this. Yeah, I want to learn archery. So he shoots his arrow suits like straight up in the air. And then he looks at Hot Pie and he's like, you better move because when I'm done talking, that arrow is going to come down and hit you in the head. And I'm just about done talking now. And Hot Pie's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And he moves. And then the arrow lands right where he was standing. <laughs> it's like the same energy from this um, show I like where he's like, I came here to drink milk and kick ass and I'm done drinking my milk. <laughs> <laughs> what show is that? It's in the IT crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so different genres, same energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a very cool thing. I wish I had that kind of accuracy. Yeah, right. But now we're with King's Landing. Yay. Tyrion comes into his room and Shay's waiting for him. And he's like, girl, come on. You got to stop doing that. He's like, what are you doing? I told you not to come here. You can literally die if you're found. Yeah. <laughs> but big mama Shay is like, I'm worried about Sansa. And she's like, my lion. And I'm like, my heart again. <laughs> but yeah, she expresses that she's worried about Sansa. And <laughs> I love Shay this scene. Oh, this was so fun. Because this is like exactly how I would react to everything. <laughs> no, I was gonna, this is every girl, every yes. girl in a relationship. Honestly, <laughs> it really is because she brings up that Sansa spoke with Lord Baelish and she said his friend warned me about him. And Tyrion's like, Baelish doesn't have any friends. And Shay's like, I don't know her name. And Tyrion's like, oh, Ross, the redhead? And Shay immediately is like, what do you, how do you know her? Oh, so you slept with her, huh? So you slept with her. He's and like, maybe once. And she's like, mm. she's like, okay, maybe twice. Pissed. She gets pissed about it. Um. <laughs> they just go back and forth about like talking about Ross and how, um, how Tyrion had, how Tyrion had relations with that woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole time she's like, oh yeah, your other girlfriend. Yeah. And then he's like, I only have eyes for you, babe. So then Shay is like, we have to protect Sansa. And Tyrion's like, we can't. Now that the Lannisters have discarded her, Sansa will have many suitors. A great beauty with a very old name. And Shay's like, what do you mean a great beauty? So you want her too now, huh? Excuse me? Now I'm not enough. So it's Ross and <laughs> Sansa you want? And she's like, bruh. <laughs> and I'm like, this And guy. he's like, objectively. I mean, like, objectively, she's beautiful. <laughs> like, men and women will want her. But, like, objectively, <laughs> like, uh, not me. I just have eyes for you, babe. But, but other men would. Yeah. And honestly, who, what woman in a heterosexual relationship has not reacted like that? Uh, I'm like, oh, man, I can really. You've done that. I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. And honestly, it's a fun game to play. No <laughs> offense, boys. <laughs> not that we're always setting you up, but this, sometimes we set you up. Yeah. 
And sometimes you kind of deserve it or you do sometimes, it to yourself yeah. or you, you know, you know, you set it up for us. You, you walk right into it. You stepped in your own bear trap, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we cut to Marjorie meeting Joffrey in his room and he has a crossbow again. And I'm like, oh God, again, yeah, here we go. Oh no. <laughs> he so, says he's leaving on a hunting trip and wanted to make sure she had everything she needed. He's got a crush. He totally does. And I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, is this going to be like a, a, could this be a cute scene? <laughs> I'm immediately proven wrong. Yes. Right away. <laughs> right away. Because he starts grilling her about yeah. her marriage to a traitor. And I'm like, what? And Marjorie is so smart about she's how so she, fast, yeah. Yeah, she, about how she speaks and approaches and yeah. acts around him. And immediately she kind of like throws, she kind of sprinkles in that Runley's gay in there. And Joffrey's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> I was I was confused about that because he like looked away. I was like, "Is Joffrey gay?" I wondered that too. Right, just like a little bit wondering if he I would was. Be. I was wondering if like maybe like he might be confused about his sexuality. Mm-hmm. I was wondering that. That would explain a lot of pent up aggression in him. It would. It would. If like maybe if he, you know, if he, it doesn't even have to be like he's gay or not. It could be even if he's not attracted to either, or yeah. if he maybe is attracted. To both, or if he's got yeah. something else going on, he could just not be understanding and yeah. just be pissed off at everything. <laughs> but then he also immediately says, "Yeah, I was thinking about uh, punishing that by death, by death." And I'm like, "Okay, so maybe he's not." Yeah, and you're like, "Okay, cool." So he's no. still Joffrey. Yeah, he sucks. Same same kid. Yep. So now Marjorie's stuck in the middle of of you know I need to be queen, but also like I would like my brother to live. Yeah. So she starts kind of like making the moves on oh, him. Wait. I have something really funny that I think you picked up on too. So, so as as uh, Marjorie is telling Joffrey about how um, how she knows that Renly was gay and how it was like weird with them, she's like, you know, oh. there was one time where he was drunk where he like suggested something, but it was it sounded painful and it wouldn't result in children. So, did he want to do it up the butt? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she made that up to kind of like. Be like mm, to just get on his side a little more. Yeah, to be like, mm, you know, he likes butt stuff. So he wanted to do it up the butt, though. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah, so I don't know if she like made that up. That's I feel true. Like, I she feel like she probably did. She could. I feel like she made it mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. 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 So anyway, so Joffrey's like holding his crossbow, and she's like making the moves on him, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Can I hold him? <laughs> Can I hold that?" <laughs> yeah, because he shows her like it's new and whatever. He shows her how to use it, and mm-hmm. then she like holds it. And so she's holding it and they're like talking about killing and then he's so into it. He's so hot and bothered. Yeah. And he's like holding, he's got like his, his arm around her and yeah. on the crossbow It's too. very like mini golf scene. Yeah, Except with a crossbow. Yeah. Like it would be romantic if it wasn't him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I'm like, is she still acting? Because, or does Marjorie have a dark side? Because mm. the way this scene plays out, like in high, and she's like, <laughs> she was like, um, do you think I could kill a thing or an animal or something? And then she asked, would you like to watch me? And he's like, yes. But he's like so into it. Yeah. So I think actually, I think that Marjorie is just the best player in the game. She might be. She's just playing him. So like, she just knows, I think she like how to get what she wants. Because so at first when she does the flirting, she's like trying to touch his fingers on the crossbow. He doesn't react to that. Mm-hmm. So then she plays stupid. He's like, oh my God, is this a crossbow? Can I play with us? Yeah. So Tell she me like, how to use that. I think she's she's just fast and she's smart and she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she definitely is like, he's a man. I can figure this out. Yeah. (laughs) Easy peasy. 
Yeah. And you know what else I noticed about their relationship mm-hmm. is that I feel like this is the only one that I've seen in like all old timey time things where the woman is older than the man. And also they're kind of similar in age. Huh. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I just realized that this morning. Huh. Yeah. What an interesting thought. Yeah. You know who is not having a mini golf scene? Theon. <laughs> Still getting tortured. Old timey torture. Yeah. Yeah. And they keep asking him, why did you take Winterfell? And literally every answer he's giving, they just aren't buying. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then they do what they do like one more thing to him. And then he like breaks. Cause again, Theon's got the backbone of nothing. <laughs> Yeah, right. So I was like, I took, I took Winterfell to bring glory to, to my house and my father. So just say you have daddy issues and yeah, move right. on. But then he tries to backpedal and is like, no, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I took it because I hated the Starks. And, you know, I, they, they were the worst. They stole me. But he already broke. So it's too late. Yeah, right. And then the guys who, like, wanted that answer out of him, they leave the room. Some other guy comes in to loosen the clamps that are crushing his extremities. And uh, he's like, Yar, Yar sent me. I'll come for you after nightfall. <laughs> and then that's the end of that scene. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks, Yara. Yep. Can't so she does kind of care? I guess so, yeah. 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 Anyway. Stark boys. To Bran and Co. Yep. Jojen ends up telling Bran that he's a warg. Yep, that's when I put it together. Yeah. I'm not as sharp as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a warg. Is it warg or warg? Warg. Warg. And he <laughs> says that he'll be able to control it one day, and like it won't just happen in his dreams. Yeah. But and the then, three-eyed raven is a different story. Yes. So he knows about the raven. And the ra- he says the raven is something different, something deeper. Deeper. Mm-hmm. The raven brings the sight. The sight. And Bran's like seeing things that haven't happened yet. And Jojen's like, or things that have happened long before you were born, or things that are happening right now, thousands of miles away. It's wild. So. How do you like just like um, differentiate those things? Yeah, right. I mean, I guess when you control it, you can do it whenever you want to. But like yeah. when you're dreaming and you're like, is that a dream? Or like, what? Yeah. Well, I guess like in the case of his dad, he might have been like, oh, what a funny dream. Ha <laughs> ha, dad's dead. Good thing I was just dreaming. <laughs> yeah, right? like, oh, thank God, it's just a dream. And then he finds out like, no, that actually happened. Yeah, that's that's rough. Like, huh. But I feel like him seeing his dad, was it like he saw his dad die or did he see his dad's remains in the crypt? Mm, I forget. Because if he saw his dad's remains in the crypt, that's future. But if he saw his dad die, mm. that's present. At the time that he had the dream. I want to say he saw his dad die, but Mm -hmm. again, can't confirm. Yeah, because we forgot. Yep. (laughs) Season one was so long ago. It was a very long time ago. (laughs) Osha and Mira are walking a few yards behind them. Yeah. And Osha is just not happy about all this because she doesn't like magic. (laughs) (laughs) She hates this. And then she's grilling Mira about, uh, doesn't your brother feel weird that like, you know, don't guys you know, his age, like to be able to protect themselves, but he needs you to protect him. And she's like, some people need a lot of protecting and they're worth it. So, aw, love that relationship so far. Yeah, I love that. And then we find out um, Jojen and Bran's dads fought together in the rebellion. Yeah, they were friends. They were buddies. He said that when he, he said that in his, Jojen had a dream too. He also saw Ned die. Mm. And when he told his dad, that was the only time he'd ever seen his dad cry. Oof. And I was like, damn. That's rough. That is rough. But I guess it's also maybe if every um, land has a warg, maybe that's how the gossip spreads so fast. Oh. Yeah, I just thought about that this Ah, very second. Three-eyed ravens lead to actual ravens being sent out. Yeah. (laughs) So that's how we've um, gotten around that that weird sense of time. That's only one answer to that. Yeah. Because people still travel too fast in this world. Oh, they definitely do. 
So we'll figure that out later on. Speaking of not traveling too fast, Where what's we- what's Aria up to? <laughs> she's she's having lunch with the Brotherhood. Thoros wants to know how they escaped Heron Hall. And Gendry's like, I was a blacksmith, so I just made the swords and we left. And then Arya's like, she pulls her sword. This girl is so dumb. Yeah, because like she has this, she had needle and needle was specially made light for her. And here she is trying to like. To wield this wield thing. Wield this sword that's bigger than her freaking arm. Yeah, so she's like, I know how to use it. And she pulls it out and like points it at Thoros. And, and like, he disarms her so fast. So fast. I'm like, that sword looks so heavy. Like, yeah. Even I wouldn't be able to hold that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a lefty. Oh, so you did pick that up? Yeah. I didn't pick She that definitely up. had it in her left hand. Okay. Because she was facing like this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he went, whoopah, like that. Yep. <laughs> For the people who are only listening to this, <laughs> Sophie just turned to her left <laughs> to prove that Arya was a lefty. <laughs> yes. But anyway, um, so as they're eating lunch, and then he disarms her. That's where, where your humble pie joke comes in because mm-hmm. she had a full pie. Oh, she really did. He smashed it in her face. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So then um, the kids are about to leave because luckily the, the Brotherhood for once, or at least I want to say like everybody that's been kidnapped in this show has wanted like an, alter- <laughs> like an ulterior motive. This is the one time where people have been like, we'll serve you food and then you can go. Yeah. So the kids are actually on their way out. And but then somebody comes in with a hood on their face like <sighs> they've been captured. <sighs> and... Um, um, what's his face? Um, the- Thoros goes to, oh. to rip his hood off, and it's the hound. It's the hound. Of course it's but, the yeah. hound. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, thank God Sansa wasn't with him. Oh, my God. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, that'd be a whole other mess, yeah. especially, like, so the hound and Thoros know each other, and they seem like they don't like each other. So Arya tries to, like, sneak by. She's like, oh, everyone's, like, While busy. they're distracted, let me just whoop, go by. Yeah, and uh, the hound is like, uh, hello, <laughs> girl. And he's like, what are you doing with the Stark girl? And like you could hear a pin drop. Everyone stops and looks at her. And she's like, oh. Who, me? I'm just a boy. Look <laughs> at me. I'm wearing pantaloons. I'm I'm Ari the orphan boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mere boy. <laughs> Look at my pantaloons. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a little stressful. Yeah. So if Sansa were with him, would he be like, oh, I have a Stark girl. <laughs> Let me out. Yeah. So do you think... Actually, then, if he had Sansa, would he try to take Arya with him, or would would the Brotherhood try to take Sansa with them? Yeah, I have no idea. And then, what are they gonna do with Arya? I have no idea. Because uh, what does what's the Brotherhood's goal? They, I think, are against the war, and they're against like just this whole nonsense. So I feel like that's what. Let me look at the script because he <laughs> definitely he definitely said it. Oh, does he? I feel like he. I'm just trying to figure out what what the value of having a Stark is now. Maybe leverage to like get them to stop fighting. <laughs> Guys, just make up. Yeah. Anyway, as you look up the script, we're at a river somewhere on the road with Brienne and Jamie. They're crossing a bridge. Then Jamie, Jamie plays dumb and sits down in the middle like a little brat. So then Brienne has to go pick him up. And as she bends down to pick him up, Jamie grabs a sword. But it's a good thing she has two swords on her. So then they start to have a little fight and a little, little battle on the, on the, on the um, bridge. And he's like so cocky during the entire fight. Yeah. But yeah. he's so out of practice. <laughs> and his, like two of his hands are bound together still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so she tires him out and he loses, of course. And then a troop of guys and their horses come up and they bring, they bring that guy with them, that, that passerby that we saw in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh yeah, that's the Kingslayer. I remember him. And Jamie <laughs> looks at Brienne like, huh. huh. 
Told so, you so. <laughs> so we could have killed someone, shouldn't we have? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and, and the troop is like, all right, cool. So we're going to bring you back to Rob now. And uh, you're done. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that Brienne also is going to get locked up? Yeah, maybe. That's rough. She's going to hate being locked up with Jamie. Because now Kat's locked up. So yeah. it's like, cool. Like, Kat can't be like, no. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sucks. So that's where the episode ends. But I do found, I, I found where Thoros talks about it. So what happens? Or what is the explanation? He said, um, you've got nothing to fear from us. Uh, the lords of Westeros want to burn the countryside. We're trying to save it. So they're oh. very anti-war and pro-people. I like that. Okay. Yeah. That's it. They didn't go, go any more in depth. That's, you know, that's all we need for right now. It's only yeah. episode two. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. probably going to find out more eventually. So that's a really fun start to season three. I feel like I'm, I keep saying this, but like I'm in it more now. Like season, like episode one, I was like, oh my God, so much is happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely more into it. <laughs> well, that's it. Yep. We're done for this episode. So follow us on the things, Twitter, Facebook. There's a fly in my face. Yeah, mine too. Uh, Instagram <laughs> at Chowdy Media. <laughs> Late to the party on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Mm-hmm. And enjoy Virgo season, maybe. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Bye. Bye.